If you know me, you know I love high-quality clothes and occasionally a luxury item here or there, but I hate spending luxury prices, so I rarely buy anything really nice for myself. That was until I discovered Quince. They have so much good stuff for you guys. Quince offers a range of high-quality items at prices within reach. They have 100% Mongolian cashmere sweaters from $50, washable silk tops and dresses, organic cotton sweaters, and 14-karat gold jewelry. The best part is that everything is priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Love that. It's also really important to me that the clothes I wear are created in a safe environment. And Quince only works with factories that use ethical and responsible manufacturing practices and premium fabrics and finishes. So obviously, I really love that. I bought a Mongolian cashmere sweater from Quince. And no joke, I have worn it once a week, all fall and winter long. It's so soft premium quality and looks like I spent a fortune on it, but it was only 50 bucks. I've told all of my friends about Quint. I also love their men's line and have gotten some nice activewear and performance tees for Andrew that he loves. Give yourself the luxury you deserve with Quince. Go to quince.com slash Eastham for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash Eastfam to get free shipping and a 365 day returns. Quince.com slash Eastfam. Yeah. I'm going to agree Cover with Cover, though. Power plays. No, and girl, I go, there is I, definitely I, a difference between love you and no, I love you. No, I'm with no, Alex. It's just one Thank word, you. and the word is one letter. It, it means a lot. It holds a lot of weight. It does. Is there a rule book I'm not reading? It was insane, like a six month span, how fast our lives changed. And from there, it was like, it was still the same adventure. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to Couple Things. With Sean and Andrew. A podcast all about couples. And the things they go through. Today we have Alex Warren. And Cover Anon. Yes. And I will say I was beyond pleasantly surprised. Yes. Uh, so Cover and Alex are young, about 21. Very. But they have uh, a lifetime's worth of experience. Yes. They have done everything as far as they've been in debt. They have been homeless. They've bounced around from friends' houses and friends' couches to friends' floors. They've lived in cars. And now they are very, very successful um, YouTubers. And they have a Netflix special all about the Hype House, which Alex helped form and create. And uh, they shared some really helpful things. So they are dating, mm-hmm. hopefully soon to be engaged. You'll hear our take on that. Um, but we enjoyed our time with them. And if you want to find out more about Alex and Cover, we'll link their information down below. And be sure to check out their Netflix special called Hype House on, on Netflix. You can check that out. We're also in the middle of tour. So for a little, <laughs> yes. for a little flustered, it's because we have a short couple hour window here in Nashville. Yeah. Um, and we're very excited to see more of you. We have two more stops on our tour. Seeing your faces has been so much fun. Yes. So thank you to everyone who made the sacrifice to come join us. But without further ado, we bring you Alex Warren and Cover Anon. All right, Alex and Cover, pleasure to meet you. I hope uh, I hope you guys are warmed up now after having done Good Morning America. You're now on our show, which... Maybe the peak of your interview, uh, you know, history here. So thank yeah. you for joining us. <laughs> thank you. <laughs> yeah. Actually, I got two hours of sleep, so I'm running pretty well right now. Oh, no. Dang. Yeah. That yeah. is rough. Are you into caffeine at all or? 
Oh I, yeah. I drink, I drink like 500 to 600 milligrams of caffeine a day. It's bad. Ooh, that's a lot. A waiting. I know. I was going to say, I feel like the mom and me just cringe and I'm like, we should drink water. Yeah. We should drink water. Yeah. Cove, are you on the same sleep schedule here with the two hours? Uh, no, I actually fell asleep while he was staying up so that he could be awake for Good Morning America. Um, wow. I can't not sleep. Yeah. I have to get a full eight hours of sleep in order to be a sane human being. I'm the same way, which is really tricky when you have children. So I bet it is. I'm just constantly not have? in the... We have two. Oh, wow. Yeah. We have three so, Australian Shepherds, so it's the same thing. Same. Yeah. Exactly the and same. And a couple cats, and too. Couple you cats. guys have your hands full. Oh, yeah. We got a zoo going on over here. Yeah. This is our first uh, conversation with adults in quite some time, though. So if, if we're awkward, then that's why. We usually are talking to babies. Well, I can start throwing a tantrum to make you more comfortable. <laughs> Perfect. Okay. Also, Cover, I just have to say, I am obsessed with your name. Really? Thank you. Yes. <laughs> If we have another child, I might have to ask if I could use it. It's a beautiful name. No, it is so weird because I get so many comments being like, I just had a baby and I named my baby after you. And I'm like, wow. seriously? Um, okay. Interesting. Interesting. I, I did mean it a little jokingly of like, it is unique to you. And no. it, I think it is absolutely beautiful. But that would be strange to have someone be like, I named my child after you. just said you're joking. You. I, I we give so you it's like a backhanded it. compliment. Like, oh, I was just joking, by the way. It's you know not, what I mean? It's not that cool. We altered it a little bit. It's like yeah. Clover. But I get so many comments, and then I go and I like investigate, and I go on their Instagram page, and they post their baby, and their baby has my name. And I'm like, Clover. Oh. Okay. That is strange. I will say, with our daughter, we named her Drew. Um, That's cute, and though. Someone kind of in a close circle to a certain extent had a daughter a year later and named her Drew. And I was like, mm, it's it's a pretty unique name for a girl. So don't take all the credit for freaking covers a way more unique. Name. I know, What's but a- I'm saying it feels strange to see someone with your name. What is or the like, origin story? No, it definitely Cover. does. What where did that? it come from? Where, where did your name come from? Um, My mom made it up is what she told me. Love that. She had like right. a list of these really, really, really strange and weird names. Um, and Cover was just the one that stuck for her. I think it's great. Love that. Uh, it is a, a unique arrangement of vowels and consonants. So she did a good <laughs> <Yeah>. job. Um, <laughs> okay. Um, Alex and Cover. <laughs> I, we always do this with our guests. I want to know how you met. Also, forgive me, but you guys are 21. Yeah. Yes. Okay. And you guys have been together for how many years? Three. Three years. Uh, wow. wow. Okay. So how did you meet? We met over Snapchat, which yeah. is funny. I um, it's it's so bizarre. Uh, I had a friend that I kind of grew up with, and she moved to Hawaii. And about like a couple months later, I saw in her story um, a girl, which was Cover, and I was like, "Holy crap, this girl's so pretty!" And then the next day goes by, and she posts another photo of her, like waking up, like just like a photo of her, the like ugliest wake, photo I've ever seen. Like waking son. up, like like that, and I like slid up, and I was like, "She is so attractive!" Like. She's so beautiful. Can I have her Snapchat? And from there, we started talking. And she was in Hawaii, and I was in Carlsbad, which is San Diego, if you guys are mm-hmm. from the area. And after like three or four months of going back and forth, I was like, oh, come move in with me. <laughs> and she moved out here. Love that. Oh, wait. wait. Very fast. Yeah. You told each other I love you before or after you moved in. <laughs> 
I give her a joke. It was a joke. She said, all right, yeah. the first night we talked. <laughs> she goes, terrible uh, to say I love you as a joke. <laughs> I said love you. Like, okay. hey, like, love you. Yeah. There's no. a difference. There's Thank a difference. You. Oh. Yes. So the first night we ever talked, she goes, love you. The first night. You let me talk night. for four hours. We talked for four hours on the phone. And she goes, love you. And I go, ah. <laughs> and I hang up. <laughs> And that was that was uh, that was the first time. And that was I a counted. first phone call. I yeah. I agree Cover with Cover making though. power plays. As no, a and girl, I go, there is I, definitely I, a difference between love you and no. I love you. No, I'm with Alex. It's just one Thank word, you. and the word is one letter. And it means a lot. It holds a lot of weight. It does. Is there a rule book I'm not reading? I no, am with you on this, book. Alex. I, yeah. I'm with you. That's but the first I love you technically was then the second day. <laughs> no, no, it wasn't. I'm making jokes. Like I will say, I distinctly like relate to this because I distinctly remember when we were dating, distinctly? you distinctly, distinctly. Yeah. I remember oh, you guys been together. saying, oh, we've been together for nine years. Wow. Ooh. Long time. Married almost six years. It gets like you guys are what? Year three. You can, you'll probably hit a rocky patch here in the next one or two years, <laughs> yeah. but then it gets better. And, and it's it like, wow, better. this is really great. Like, I get it. <laughs> and then you have kids and life gets crazy. Yeah. But I remember when we were dating, him saying, like, love ya or something. And I was like. No, I didn't. No, it can't count. It can't count. You she gets so I. mad at me. If I say love you, she stands there and waits. And like, let's just say, let's say we had a dog that needed to go to the pet hospital where we had like, we were 45 minutes late for a meeting. And she was yeah. out the door. And if it was like, love you. And she just would stand by the door and goes, let's try that again. Okay, let's run that uh-huh. back. I'm like, what? That's great. That's good communication. I will say, though, there's a difference because as girls, like with my girlfriends, I'm like, love you. Love you, love you, love you. Like, I'll tell yes. all my girlfriends, love you. I but was with my husband. And I was like, love you. Love yeah. <laughs> Alex, be I on the you. lookout, though. That Sean just started doing this to me where she'll like have tallied up days that I haven't Stop said something it. the way she wanted. So she'd be like, you know, you've been three days without you telling me I love you first. I'm like, oh, wow. This She'll is- do that with kisses. This is- <laughs> but, but it's like, if I don't wake her up with a kiss, it's like, um, I've kind of the last week. Woke yeah, me up. I'm like, I kissed you once you were up. She's like, but my butt didn't leave the bed yet. You can- And it's like, it's it's a whole thing. <laughs> There's a lot of nuances and red tape we got to navigate. Here. I feel like I'm looking at an older alternate reality version of us. Yeah, this is you are. Just oh, give yeah. it uh, yeah. eight more years, and Sean, you'll be right. Sean moved in, or she moved to Nashville, which is where I was, like pretty soon after. So I feel like the stories are, are somewhat parallel. But I, I I'm curious though. You two, uh, unlike both of us per se, mm-hmm. Sean was in the public eye uh, by the age of twelve, but you could too. Oh, wow done your whole thing in the public mm-hmm. eye, which, you know, being in the hype house, being big on social media, it's so many kids dreams. Yeah. But how has it been from a relationship standpoint as you guys have navigated that world? It's definitely very bizarre. I think that it's, um, we're kind of putting, especially with the reality show, we're putting the good and the bad and, you know, people love to judge. So it's kind of like every couple has an argument, but the way I painted our social media, like our relationship on social media was this perfect little relationship. And then, you know, obviously we have arguments and I can be a dick sometimes and, you know, she'll have her moments, love you. <laughs> and we just kind of, we kind of, I thought it was really good to be authentic and genuine on the show. And it was a year ago and, but it, it's really interesting. And <clears throat> I really like it and hate it at the same time because, 
some things should definitely be private and that's what I've learned and some things definitely um, should be shared. So it's, it's definitely like a, a navigating a, a learning curve. It's hard to find a good balance, I think. Because like everything you do is just put out there no matter what. Sorry, just for the record, Alex, you did just say uh, only love you and not I love you. So I, oh my God, that wasn't worth interrupting Cover for, but continue. Sorry. (laughs) Add that one to the tally. (laughs) Cover, question for you there though. We have learned the same thing in putting your relationship on social media and for the public to judge and critique. And we've learned the hard way where our boundaries lie of like what is safe to post and talk about. And what is not because guys and girls can operate so differently within relationships. How did having your relationship on a reality television show being scripted and edited or not scripted per se, but edited by other people and then judged by the world. How did that affect you in the relationship and what boundaries did you have to put in place and say, these topics are off limits, but these we can talk about these pictures we can share and these we can't. We didn't really put any boundaries in place. It's just more of like common, like a commonality between us. So I was like, I know that Alex wouldn't want me to post this, so I'm not going to post this and vice versa. But definitely having someone else edit all the footage um, and then upload it for the entire world was a trip. Uh, I don't know, like throughout filming the show, it felt like it was going to be way different than it actually was. And I kind of did you dirty. <laughs> I kind of no, did you dirty. No, no, no I, did my, time, I did myself dirty. At the same time, though, I was like, if we're going to be honest on the show, we're going to be honest. And in those interviews uh, where they just pop you up on the screen, mm-hmm. we did about 50 of those in a bus in 90 degree weather with no air conditioning. So I was already upset at that point. (laughs) Yeah. I feel like they put us in an environment to be uncomfortable so that they could just get us to be angry. Always. And I was upset and they're like, just tell us what you're mad about. Like, tell us everything, like answer all these questions and you can leave. (laughs) And I was like, okay, fine. I'll just answer all the questions and get me out of here. But yeah, I, (laughs) it was very, it was very interesting. And all the feedback on it was definitely interesting. Today's episode is brought to you by BetterHelp. These past few years, I feel like it's safe to say, have been extremely hard for so many people. Yes, being isolated doesn't help when you need someone to talk to. And speaking of that, I wanted to give a shout out to one brand which we've loved working with and we've used personally, and that's BetterHelp. BetterHelp actually helps to assess your needs and match you with your own licensed professional therapist. It was actually an Andernized New Year's resolutions to use BetterHelp more often and actually see a therapist for ourselves and for our marriage. They are truly awesome. You can even start communicating in under 48 hours with your matched therapist. It is not a crisis line. It's not self-help. It is professional counseling done securely online. You'll get timely and thoughtful responses. Plus you can schedule weekly videos or phone sessions. So you won't ever have to sit in an uncomfortable waiting room as with traditional therapy. Yeah, and it is more affordable than traditional offline counseling and financial aid is available, which we love. That's better H-E-L-P and join the over 1 million people who have taken charge of their mental health with the help of an experienced professional. In fact, so many people have been using BetterHelp that they are actually recruiting additional counselors in all 50 states. Our Couple Things listeners get 10% off their first month at betterhelp.com forward slash eastfam. We'll also link it down below. Sean, I got a question for you. Okay. What is it? On a scale from chug to sip, 
How would you rate your hydration style? Um, interesting question. I would say I'm a sip girl. I sip on my <laughs> coffee for literally hours and sip on water throughout the day. What about you? I would say I'm a chug type of guy, yeah. no doubt. But whether you hydrate to live or live to hydrate, liquid IV quenches your thirst faster than water alone. I actually really love liquid IV, especially since nursing bear. I feel like I'm always thirsty. I like that it's sugar-free and it's fun to sip on throughout the day. The flavors are really good, and I've loved having a flavored drink rather than just water in my cup. My favorite flavor is the lemon-lime, and Sean loves strawberry and tropical punch. It's crazy to me that one stick in 16 ounces of water has three times the electrolytes of leading sports drinks and eight vitamins and nutrients for everyday wellness. Yes, sir. That's why they say it hydrates better than water alone. However you hydrate, grab your Liquid IV hydration multiplier sugar-free in bulk nationwide at Costco or get 20% off your first order when you go to liquidiv.com and use code EASTFAM at checkout. That's 20% off your first order when you shop Better Hydration today using promo code EASTFAM at liquidiv.com. You know, whenever I look at pictures of our kids from the past year, I'm amazed at how fast they're growing up. Oh my gosh, me too. And we've been doing a deep dive into old photos lately. Sometimes the thought hits me hard that I'm getting older too. And this has led me to think a lot about the legacy I want to leave behind, what kind of parent I want to be, and things like our family's financial security. We've been talking a lot about this recently and are excited to share that Fabric by Gerber Life makes it simple to get the protection that's right for your family. Life insurance doesn't have to be some big confusing topic. Fabric by Gerber Life was designed by parents for parents to help you get a high quality, surprisingly affordable term life insurance policy in less than 10 minutes. 10 minutes is crazy fast. Plus it's all online and on your schedule. No appointments, scheduling, or piles of paperwork. Just apply when it's convenient for you. This is the first company I've heard of where you can go from start to covered in less than 10 minutes with no health exam required, and they have a 30-day money-back guarantee. Join the thousands of parents who trust Fabric to protect their family. Apply in just minutes at meetfabric.com slash eastfam. That's meetfabric.com slash eastfam. M-E-E-T fabric.com slash eastfam. Policies issued by Western Southern Life Assurance Company, not available in certain states. Prices subject to underwriting and health questions. We'll also link it down below, and let's get back to it. How does feedback, comments, DMs, TikTok viewers, followers affect your guys' relationship? Not at all. I don't read them. Yeah, not at all. I For think, real? Uh, the biggest, well, yeah, we've gone through everything. I mean... We've slept in the car together. We've been negative in both our accounts, not knowing what we were going to do for dinner. Like we've been, we've slept on countertops. We've slept on uh, floors. We've like in trap houses. We've, we've done it all. Which was and the most kind of, comfortable of all of those? The countertops. I like the floor. Okay. Yeah. Oh no, floor. I like the car. See, I like the floor I more. I did like the car. I feel like no, the but it, it was kind of like, it, we've, we've gone through it all. And you know, we've, worked so hard and went through a lot of things as a couple to the point where it's like I feel like we've done more than half the married couples so it's like mm -hmm. for us I, I think honestly it's the, it, what I've learned with this job is the internet will only judge what you put out or what other people put out for you so it's kind of like we have all, even though we had a reality show and cameras on us all the time it, well, it wasn't still truly fully us and it's really cool to have each other and really because we always have had each other we've always had each other's backs so it's really it's really nice because no matter what happens on the internet it, we, i know that at the end of the day i'm going to go into our bedroom cuddle up with our dogs get some hot cocoa watch a tv and feel safe 
Well, hot cocoa after a full yeah. day of 600 milligrams of caffeine. That is, that's quite the. <laughs> yeah. He's also lactose intolerant. So having done more, as you say, than most, sorry, than half married couples, what are the conversations around marriage since you guys have been dating for three years, you've been through it all, as you say, I'm, I'm curious, genuinely. Yeah, no, I mean, a year ago when, when the show came out, that was the kind of the biggest, like for us, we needed, we needed a care, like character development. We needed something along that line because honestly, we we're go happy, a happy go lucky couple. And, you know, the biggest thing and the hardest hitting thing to the entirety of our, our uh, relationship, even like the third day of talking, like I said, we were talking about marriage. So it's, it's constant. Mm. Yes, you know it. No. You you said if if we were to get married, where would you want to get married? Don't you mess. <laughs> <laughs> so, I, the biggest thing yeah. for me is is with it's all me. I'm the problem. I'm a hundred. I'm hundred percent the problem. If I <laughs> got down on one knee right now, she'd say yes. It's more of for me. I'm kind of getting over the childhood phase and the immaturity mm-hmm. phase. And you know, a lot of people were like, oh, just propose and you know get engaged and you can just be engaged for three years and I'm like I don't want to do it like that I want to mm. I want to propose and know that I'm ready to get married tomorrow and it has nothing to do with like uh, it has nothing to do with just sitting there and like holding out and more entirely of wanting to be the best father and when I was raised by my dad he was pretty much just like you know don't get married until you're ready to have kids the next day and he's like be the best father you can be and be around and be the best husband and you know I had a very big immaturity phase and I had a big um you know wanting to have the dream childhood I never had and I'm finally slowing down and you know in the next you know two years or so I, I think I'll be ready <laughs> so yeah not not to apply pressure I I no 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 book, no um so I think Sean and I got married when we were 23, 24, 23. I read a book called yeah. the meaning of marriage, which I, I know we have, you know, he gave me this book three months into <sighs> dating, but it, it shaped for me. Um, again, not prescribing this for you, but mm-hmm. I have grown to really fully appreciate, uh, the unique relationship that like a marriage presents yeah. from a commitment standpoint, from like a contract standpoint, mm-hmm. legally, uh, it's like, it, it is really cool. Obviously we're in a different phase of life too with kids. So like the setup is different, but I, I, you know, I, I like listening to the self-motivation, self-improvement podcast, reading the books, but I don't think there's anything out there that can help develop you or mature you the way marriage can. So that's my, that's my hype speech for marriage in Wait, case you want to. I've got a little hype. Like I've got a little hype speech and then I have more questions. So then you guys okay. can roll your All eyes right. and just okay. be like, stop talking. Um, right. Totally understand what you're saying. And we were in the same boat because I felt like people were pressuring us to get married. And then the world was also saying, um, your life is over when you get married. They're like, Oh, you're not going to get to go hook up with people or whatever, you know, Which everyone was a has a huge their own. bummer for Sean. <laughs> Cause she was just <laughs> <laughs> absolutely not. Um, <laughs> yeah. But society has their views on marriage and your right. buddies and like everybody and social media, they're always like, Oh, your life is over. Cause like you can no longer be a kid and like have your freedom. Right. Um, I think the coolest thing that happened when we got married is it was like the biggest breath of fresh air because even when you're dating, there's like this, there's this sense of like, I have to try, I have to try so hard to impress him to feel like maybe I could be enough for someone to keep me. Does that make sense? That yeah. sounds dramatic. That sound, yeah. Um, and you find your person and you still kind of feel that a little bit. And when you get engaged, you still kind of feel like that a little bit. 
And then when you get married, it's like, ah, they actually wanted to keep me. (laughs) And we actually, we didn't have kids for three years. So then Sean just completely stopped trying to impress me. Oh my gosh. (laughs) Moving on. I'm kidding. Anyways, needless to say, we think marriage is the coolest thing ever. Yeah. We hype Um, it up all the time. Yeah. We love it. I have a question for Alex. Okay. No, you got it. You got it, dude. So I wouldn't talk about, you talk about your childhood. Yes. You started living on your own when? Like right, maybe two weeks before I turned 18. And you have an incredible story. And I would say it can be tragic. It can be, you know, for the world to to depict. But you grew up at a very young age and you were thrown into very hard things in life very young. Mm -hmm. And even talking to you, you do not, neither of you sound like 21 year olds. (laughs) You sound more mature than some people we've had on the show. In a beautiful <laughs> way. Like you've, you've lived a life already. Yeah. In meeting Cover and Cover, I want you to answer this too. You guys jumped into a life that a lot of people will never live. Living out of cars, living on floors, on countertops, jumping from friend, from friends' houses to friends' houses and whatever. How did, like, how did you manage that? Cover, when you met him and you saw this life, what, what attracted you to that? <laughs> yeah. What attracted you to sleeping in a car? Honestly, I feel like it was just the spontaneity of things. Cause like I am from Hawaii and I lived on an island for 18 years and my family was never very well off so that we could take trips and go places. So I was kind of like stuck there and Mm -hmm. I wanted a change. And no matter what that change brought, I was going to go with it. And so moving out here, he was like, I remember the first time he was like, okay, we're going to sleep at my friend Patrick's house tonight. Um, and after I pick you up from the airport, and I was like, okay, cool. And then he picked me up and he was like, actually, I think we're going to need to sleep at a motel because yeah. Patrick's mom doesn't want me there. Yeah. And I was like, okay, that's totally fine. And I think that it was just like, everything was so new and I had never felt like I lived life because I kept doing the same thing. I had the same routine, the same places that I went. So I was really ready to change it up no matter what that meant. It was kind mm. of an adventure, like an adventure yeah. in bed. Like as weird as it sounds, cause you don't know where, what you're gonna eat or where you're gonna sleep or, and that's like the most stressful part of your life. And kind of fast forwarding and going from there to where we are now, it kind of makes any problem seem so small and so overcomable. If that's not even a word, but you know what I'm saying? It's like, it's very much like, everything that you know normal people would kind of freak out about we've kind of like learned it's like not a big deal like Mm -hmm. we've we've overcame way more crazy crazier stuff so it's kind of it's really cool that we lived that way for four months or something like that and you know after that it was like a blink of an eye like we were negative on our bank accounts and you know the youtube stuff started picking up and everything went so fast it went really fast it was kind of like i was filming these videos for so long and then you know, they started taking off and like after a month, it was like, okay, we got two grand, like crazy. That was like, that was winning the lottery for us off of one month of AdSense. And then another month happened, it's like, holy crap, it's four. And then another month, it's like, oh my God, it's six. And it kept going up in two and then five and then 10. And it was like, it was insane, like a six month span, how fast our lives changed. And from there, it was like, it was still the same adventure and it was the same adventure together. And we went through it. It's not like I was already like doing well. And she came in and was like, Oh no, this is going to be a great, like we did it together. We went through the struggle together. And it was, it was like, it it made me feel safe because I was doing it alone for a week and I hated it. And 
she was like, yeah, let's do it. And I was like, holy shit, I got a partner in crime. I, uh, I'm only asking this cause you speak about it pretty openly, but so Sean and I do what you guys do probably worse mm-hmm. to some extent, but yeah. like we make videos together. Sure. But we're married, so like the whole financial breakdown, it's like it all goes to, into one pot. But how do you guys with different channels, different accounts manage? Like, is there, it's like a, hey, 50-50. I, I don't know if it's sensitive, but. <clears throat> it depends. I think a lot. She makes more money than I do. And she likes Congrats, to Cobra. make it, she makes to make, she likes to make it very known. Oh, no. <laughs> Only when you're mean. No, she'll be Only like. Only when you're mean. No, and she's like, I asked her, I was like, um, I said, why don't you work more? Because then you'd make five times the amount you make. And she goes, I want to give you a chance to catch up. Wow. We have this competitive banter that is just so fun with it because for us, obviously, like I said, you know, we came from nothing and now to where we are. It's very, very yeah. cool. The situation we're in. But when it comes to like paying bills or uh, we split like the house, um, we're buying a, another house. So she's going to buy a house in Hawaii and I'm buying a house here. And we thought it'd just be fine if, we go half on the house here and half on the house there. Since evidently we're going to get married in the next, like I'm not, I don't want to get together with anyone else. So it's, it's pretty, pretty I would hope not. <laughs> <laughs> but um, no, so yeah, we just kind of go halvesies on most of the big things. And then the smaller things like a dinner or whatever, it's kind of like, oh, I paid for this one. So you'll pay for that one. Then blah, blah, blah. But unless it's a date, then I obviously will pay. But if you're talking about money coming in, um, that's just separate. ours yeah, yeah we keep everything separate. i think even when we do get i'm i'm a type of person that likes to save everything like i don't spend anything he buys the cars and everything so i would not like it to go into that <laughs> i was listening to your interview with harry jowls is that right yeah and you you said this is a quote you said you're stupid with money very i i, I want to connect <laughs> after just because that i mean like you can spend it on whatever you want, but as long as you know what's happening with it, I think it makes a big difference. I would hate. Yeah, I, I took on know. a uh, I took on a financial firm that handles all okay. my money now. Gotcha. Uh, they're called a NKSFB. They're great, but they are right. they they Just don't as long let me spend my money, money anymore. Okay, I hear you're a big car guy. Though. Hey, I, uh, you can buy cars and you can no, buy houses. I said he's a car guy. Like, I know. That's what he By likes the way, to beautiful do. the crystal blue one. Oh, Is thank you. Out? Gorgeous. I, I got really lucky. The When I first bought all those cars, the market went up. And so, you know, I've, I've made a profit on all the cars right now. I'm, I'm looking very well on it, but it's, it's, I got very lucky at the time. It was a very dumb decision. Alex, you're a YouTube geek. You've been making videos for what? 11, 10, 11 years. Geek as a car. I've been making them yeah. since 2011. Yeah. I'm a geek as well. It's like a positive. He loves, clarifying. he lives for it. You know, I love algorithms and, and analytics. Yeah. How was it though, having been in that world, uh, doing the Netflix show? Like, are you into it from a from a whole lifestyle perspective? From a, you know, from a interesting content perspective, even financially? What like? Uh, I was I was obsessed with it because it was like um, I was always curious on how the shows were filmed. Um, so for me, it was like you know, kind of seeing like, oh wow, this is so similar to like how I. How I set up shots or the gaffing and the um, he yeah. had so much fun. 
until they told him what to do. Yeah, when they started telling him <laughs> what to do, it was sad because I was like, I want to hang out with the gaffers and the guys yeah. in the film crew. <laughs> and I want to learn what lens and what aperture they're shooting in. And instead I have to, you know, sit and talk about drama. Like I was, yeah. if you ask anyone on set, it was like me, I was always going out of my way to talk with the film crew about what camera, what handheld cameras they were using and what, um, if they're shooting vlog and what what they used to edit. And it was like, it, it, I think it got annoying for them because mm-hmm. it was every single day I was like, what's up, David? What camera are you working on today? And he's like, the C200. And I go, wow, not the C300. No, it's just like, I would, I would <laughs> give them shit because I knew what I was talking about. And yeah. they would like, be like, who is this fucking asshole? Okay, question for your lifestyle. And moving mm-hmm. forward, you guys have talked about marriage. So you're alluding there is a future in long-term. So yes, thinking long-term, you guys have come from adversity. You've lived adversity together with your long-term future what lessons from the adversity from the hard times do you want to in a weird way I would say like never forget because you live a very successful life now and that is true are there are there aspects that you always want to hang on to I guess I think for me it's like we when we were together in the beginning, we came from like so little, like we had absolutely nothing that all of this that we have now is just extra. And Mm -hmm. as long as like, I remember that like we were together before anything started and that's fine. Like we don't need all this. Like it's just a perk. It's just extra things that not everyone needs. And so like if those things go away, I'm like, I feel like we'd be fine. Yeah. Like for me, it's like if all the cars, and even though I'm obsessed with the cars and all that stuff, if the cars went away, the motorcycles, the everything, and it just came down to me and Cobra in a guest bedroom again, or our own bedroom with our dogs. I don't, I don't think we needed anything more, which Mm -hmm. is the coolest part is like everything, like she said, it's just extra. Like we don't really, you know, as much as we love it and we're so thankful for it, we don't, it doesn't make us, anymore so it's kind of like you know we've gone through it all we've owned all the cool things and all that stuff and you know we're such a privileged position to say we've been able to do that but we've then realized also that it's nothing that we need like i'm cool with a minivan and and a fucking sorry pardon my language i would love to see alex in a in a grand uh minivan Mm -hmm. yeah it'd be it'd be decked out i'm not gonna lie it's gonna have have custom wheels it's gonna have i don't know if you feel this way but uh sorry doing doing what we do, making videos, yeah. producing, producing videos for lack of a better uh, word sure. ourselves has unlocked this like weird confidence or like uh peace with say Sean and I were going to leave, lose everything. It's like, Oh, well I like making videos more anyway. And this would be an interesting video. Like if we went broke, it's, a, it's like, it's you view everything from a storyline perspective. Yeah. And I don't know if that's healthy or not, but like still it's like, Oh, interesting you know it's all interesting it's not good or bad it's just interesting i yeah we always joke like if, if, if you were involved in like a, a home invasion robbery instead of being like depending on the house i'd be the one filming it oh <laughs> yeah. so it's so, right there yeah so it's like i'm like oh no look at this guy on my couch <laughs> instead of like hey what are you I doing here? Which is, i don't know i i think honest to god it, for me it's more of like my, you know how you like walk around, you're always like, for us, we grew up and we're like, oh, if we had a reality show, it'd go crazy because like our friend group is so insane. And it's kind of like, we have that. And so now 
that's how I kind of started my vlogs off is creating memories and showing our future like kids and family and, and all that Sorry, crazy stuff. Sorry, picture my cat. <laughs> so it's kind of, it's cool for us to, you know, it does lose a bit of humanity for me because yeah. I don't treat situations normally that I would if I wasn't filming. And it is, I don't know if it's healthy, but I don't know if it is either. Yeah. I'm, I'm not questioning it right now. <laughs> okay. Um, remember me happy. Yes. Beautiful song. Thank Dope you. title. What was the inspiration? Uh, my mom's death. Uh, I think all of my songs are kind of about either dead people or sad shit. And it's it's really interesting because that's like my coping mechanism. It's like his version of therapy that yeah. he like refuses to go to. He just writes so. Yeah, so I, I just write really sad things and I, I enjoy it so much. And I kind of like when I you know play something on the piano or I play something on the guitar and and writing about how I feel opposed to talking to someone about it for me is kind of like very, very healthy in my, in my eyes, because I, I don't know. I don't want to say healthy in the general public. I'd say healthy for me and my mental health. <laughs> we all have our own ways. So. Right. And yes. it's cool because people can resonate with the, the songs. It's like, even like a lot of people thought one more, I love you. My first song, which is about my dad dying. Everyone thought one more, I love you was about a breakup. And it was like, like they applied it to themselves of a breakup mm -hmm. and losing like a loved one in that sense, opposed to, you know, passing away. And it's really cool how, it, when I put this out, it could help someone for a completely different reason. So I have a question. You don't have to answer it. Sure. But I would love to know <clears throat> your favorite memory of your mom. Uh, my favorite memory of my mom would have to be, we used to watch Seinfeld all the time. Like, so my mom, you know, really battled with addiction and mm -hmm. her biggest, her biggest thing was like, kind of like trying to mask how she felt with alcohol, but there'd be those like, you know, once in a blue moon moments where, you know, you caught, you knew she was sober. Like there was no way she could have been drunk. And I think my favorite memory of her was just kind of like all of us having like, she was trying to be a family and, mm -hmm. you know, like it was kind of, like, um, you know, if I win the lottery, I'll go and we'll all do this. And it was, it was kind of like, I had my mom mm -hmm. opposed to like, historically with our relationship is very much a bully and mm -hmm. a, uh, a very, you know, abusive, rude person, but she had her moments. She had her moments where it was kind of like, oh shit, you might be a mom. And it was cool. Mm. I like that. Today's video is sponsored by Hop Water. I want to tell you all about <laughs> hop water because you know I love my beverages and hop water is a game changer when it comes to having a great hop. I've been loving their blood orange flavor. It reminds me of uh, my favorite beer. I know. I actually love the fact that it doesn't bust up diets. It's gluten free and keto approved. Plus it has no alcohol, calories, carbs or sugar. Each can is bursting with a crisp citrusy piney taste. Hop water is a non-alcoholic beverage that has big bubbles and also adaptogens and nootropics to help you unwind and relax. The flavors are reminiscent of IPA beers, mm -hmm. uh, but there is no alcohol, which makes me feel great. They have several different flavors, which are all delicious. They have their classic. They have mango, blood orange, and my favorite, which is lime. Whether it's just a chill night at home or we are enjoying watching sports with friends, we love pulling out the hop water. Um, and it's guilt-free for us as well. So it's time to crack open a cold one with Hop Water, the healthy way to hops. Right now, we have a special offer just for you, our listener. Get 20% off your first purchase. Plus, get free shipping when you order 24 cans or more. 
to get this offer, go to hopwater.com. That's H-O-P-W-T-R.com and use our promo code EASTFAM to get 20% off plus free shipping. Don't wait. This offer won't last long. Go now to H-O-P-W-T-R.com and use promo code EASTFAM. We'll also link it down below. Let's get back to it. Okay, mamas, ladies. After having three babies, I never thought I would wear an underwire bra again until I found Skims. So right before I had Bear, Skims sent me a couple of maternity bras. And I was like, you know what? I'm not going to wear maternity bras. They're so uncomfortable. They're not for me. I tried them on. They are the most supportive, most amazing, only maternity bra I have worn this entire pregnancy. On top of that, the material is so soft and the straps are adjustable for maximum comfort. And it fits every woman out there. They have a million sizes to choose from. My favorite Skims bra ever is the, quote, fits everybody t-shirt bra. And it's literally the best t-shirt bra I have ever worn. It's seamless, flawless, perfect. You're going to love it. If you're a fan of no underwire, the products I would highly recommend are the wireless form t-shirt bra and the no-show unlined demi bra. I like the color sand because you can't see it through white t-shirts, which is the color I usually go with but they have a color for everybody. Whether you're pregnant, postpartum, nursing, or none of the above, and you just want a good bra, go to Skims. They've got one for everyone. Shop Skims bras at skims.com. Now available in 62 sizes, 30A all the way to 46H. Plus get free shipping on orders over $75. If you haven't yet, be sure to let them know we sent you. After you place your order, select podcast in the survey, and select couple things in the drop down menu that follows. Skims.com. Cove, are you dropping any singles soon? Fuck no. <laughs> no. She can sing. I don't know why. I bet no. you could sing, Cover. That's your that's your like realm of it. I remember when I first told you I was doing music, you're like, what about me? And I'm like, you do it too. <laughs> I never said what about me. I'm just saying. I was on <laughs> yeah. the I was, you I was guys seem to have you saying that. Different versions of reality. This is like the third or fourth time where the she's time that you have for me. Oh, the time I have <laughs> yeah. Uh, I just love this question. Just going to throw it out there. What's your biggest argument that you've ever had? I'm just going <laughs> to. We see. Here's the thing. We don't have very many arguments. Interesting. Very rare. And when we do, it's we are so competitive with each other. Keep in mind, we both played volleyball in high school and we both were liberos. So we'll do volleyball games and like compete. And then now we've been doing a lot of bowling, bowling. and everything we do together. We okay. Get it? You beat me last night. Beat you the night before. We <laughs> we're very competitive, and we that's just something we do. And so when it comes to arguments, we will go. We will try and win. They'll last like four hours. But but keep in mind, it's like, did you leave the cereal out? And she'll say no, and then I'll bring up something else. Just like, yeah, we kind of like I'll provoke it, and then she'll provoke it, and it's the dumbest arguments in the world. But they get to the point where it's like the same exact style of an argument where it's like did you cheat on me it's like crazy we get mm-hmm. we get heated over cereal so it's really funny in my my mind <laughs> no but i think the biggest argument we've ever had you don't have to answer it you, you really don't i don't know i have I no can't. idea i'm just gonna say <laughs> this he likes to ask this question and i will tell you from history from the all the couples we it never ends well yeah so really? yeah because you guys will think of it you guys will be here and you'll be like oh and then when we go off air, 
you're going to be like, let's talk about this again. Remember? And right. it just it just starts stirring and brewing, and all of a sudden, you're mm-hmm. back in it. it so, mm-hmm. yeah. with He's that, trying to get some season two content. Exactly. <laughs> um, exactly. With that, I do want to say, you guys are adorable and awesome. And I don't Thanks. mean adorable in like a young sense, but you guys are awesome. And something that I think is really cool, we get to see the dynamics of relationships a lot. We've gotten to interview a lot of um, people from every age and walk of life up we, into like 80s, which has been oh, wow. really yeah, cool. Maybe even early 90s. Early 90s. I feel like it's pretty old, yeah. And oh, wow. something that I will say we haven't seen a lot of that I see in you guys is you guys genuinely seem like friends, which is really, it's <laughs> really fun to watch. You guys seem to like each other and mad. love each other. He gets mad because I'm like, you're my best friend. As like, as he should be. That's awesome. And so he had a concert and I, I posted something on my story and I was like, so proud of my best friend. And he got mad. He's like, I'm just your best friend. And that I was, was like, a joke. I was like, that is that a positive title joke. for me. <laughs> no. Well, it's adorable to, to I'm witness. A, I'm a comedian. I, uh, it, it's cool to sit here and talk to, to you guys who have, you know, every reason mm-hmm. to not have the approach or perspective to life that you do have. Um, and really honestly, every reason to not be together in a lot, in a lot mm-hmm. of senses, Sean and I sometimes will just sit back and like ask ourselves, Hey, what do we have to do to not end up like, you know, our peers, which is whatever percent divorce rate and you know, all these whatever drug addictions it's like how do we not end up like that and you guys uh are are really going against the grain in a lot of different senses so but you've gone through so much that to see that you're still together is really cool it's it's beautiful what's what's really cool is we're both very similar and i think that's Mm -hmm. where a lot of our arguments happen and a lot of our you know Mm -hmm. love has happened and it's kind of like for me and her like we don't drink we don't smoke we don't do any of that stuff so for we're always coherent to like have a conversation if anything really bothers us mm. and you know none of us desire to party i want to film and she wants to you know crochet and and yeah. hang out with the dogs and you know it's it's a very simple and you you see it on social media you're like holy <laughs> crap it must be so fun to to do all those things and it's like we spend probably 80 percent of our time just together watching tv or we we binge watch shows mm-hmm. we eat something called hurricane popcorn which is just seaweed so it's like hawaiian popcorn and there's nothing really that like we disagree on which is so cool and so non-exciting which is kind of exciting <laughs> you know it's, awesome. it's it's very it's very much like the only thing we really disagree on is like what to eat yeah she was she, she grew up eating a lot of rice because hawaii I, yeah like me i don't have a fast metabolism so like <laughs> i'll i'll down i'll down all that shit and then i'll have like a, a big belly and i'm like uh it, it's not fun it's not fun yeah. for me. <laughs> Did, uh, Sounds great. I, I'm curious <laughs> if you could each answer this when we'll, we'll close here. Uh, given the position you're in, a lot of people aspire to be in your shoes. Sure. You have so many lessons to give, but from a relationship standpoint, what would be one piece of advice that you'd give to uh, to your peers? I think my, uh, I'll go first because I, no. have, I have the biggest issues. <laughs> my biggest thing is stubbornness. I think honestly with our competitive drive, like I will you know, in the moment of an argument or in the moment of kind of like, I'm very logical and I don't sometimes factor in like emotion to a lot of our arguments. I'm kind of just so focused on winning that I lose sight of, um, I lose sight of what the main objective was and what we were even mm. arguing about. And I think the biggest thing is like, 
a relationship is about compromise and trust. And if you aren't compromising, then it's like, you kind of, you're, you're in a relationship to trust each other and to be together and to, you know, understand what they like. And, you know, if it's something that you can adapt to, or if it's something you can't, and that's how you figure out if you're meant to be together. And for me, I've learned that everything that she's ever had a problem with or anything she's ever had an issue with or everything she loves that I may not fully love, I'll, I'll give it a chance and I'll compromise and, you know, I end up loving and half the things she likes and hating half the things she hates. And it's, it's really cool to, it's really cool to like understand it, I guess, because I've never really compromised for a relationship and that's why they all failed and you know with her it just felt easy it felt like uh when we first started talking it felt like i'd known her forever so it was really cool to like i didn't even know her like i didn't even meet her we were four months long distance and it was like i only met her once out of that and it was it was something where it's like i felt like i had spent my entire life with her so it's really cool and i think that you know if you can say the same thing about your your partner i think you're you're looking pretty good what do you have to say? Yeah, good luck topping that one. Yeah, it has to be as well, good or better. Okay. I'm a very like emotional person. Mm-hmm. And um not everyone that I've met likes to hear emotions and likes to hear how you're feeling. And so for a long time I really kept that in. And I've recently been working on allowing myself to tell him how I feel and to not be like, if, if something bothers me to not keep it in, because then I think about it and then it leads into an argument 20 minutes later when it's like on my brain. Um, and so like, I think just being open and honest about how you feel is, is a really important thing because if you don't, like I used to hold things in for months and months and months and months. And then there'd be one thing where I would just snap. And so I feel like if, instead of snapping, if you just talk about them, even though they might not go well. Like the other night we got into like a little mini argument. When? Like two nights ago. What was it about? Um, <laughs> coffee. It was about coffee. It was about coffee. <laughs> I mean. It's about you going to get coffee. Oh! <laughs> Do you know what I'm talking about? Or are you yeah. about coffee? They're, they're yeah. so dumb. But I felt like if I wouldn't have told him how I felt about it, that it just would have bugged me for like oh, the entire week. Mm-hmm. And so yeah. I entertain the coffee argument too. It's fun. <laughs> I mm. Wow. Uh, I like you guys. Uh, huh. Rooting for you. And Thank you. Congrats on everything. For those listening who have not watched The Hype House on yeah. Netflix, check it out. And also listen to Remember Me Happy by Alex Warren. Oh, Alex Cover, thanks so much for the time. It was a real Thank pleasure. You guys are you. awesome.